live from 271 miles west of Ogallala, Nebraska, not as a crow flies, and from Crown Heights, Brooklyn, it is, here's a podcast, where are there you are no now? crows, there are <laughs> no crows in Brooklyn, no crows in Brooklyn, only pigeon, no the, life in Brooklyn. The, the cleanest bird to eat is a pigeon. That's what I've heard. Did it's you just know? like the way your your dick is the cleanest part of your body. Like, it's gross, but also it doesn't touch the outside world. It, and you except, wash it a lot. Yeah, except that's not what pigeons are like at all. No, pigeons are... It's it's funny, It's because they're so similar and yet so different. Yep. A pigeon and a human and penis. A, and a human penis. <laughs> and that's why they call my penis the human pigeon. <laughs> they actually, that somehow has made its way out to Colorado. I don't know how. Everyone knows. Yeah. yeah well, you know. Yeah. You get a reputation that goes around the country. I was like, hey, my roommate's dick is called the human pigeon. Yours can't be called that. Yeah, exactly. But no, word it's, spreads. Word, it's, it's, it's fire season over here, so, you know, you got to be careful. Stuff spreads Stuff spreads real fast. Damn. Yeah, got to be like careful. Our, just like our small stream media. Got to be like careful. small stream podcast. Very small stream. Spreads, spreads very quickly. People, you know, they were like, oh, man, that podcast is no and then it was everywhere it was everywhere that's everywhere side note my my landlord said that i could have a fire outside that's nice of him it was very nice of him but he was like but you also have to clear all the brush back 10 yards and call the fire department first and i was like one that sounds like a lot of work for a fire (laughs) like yeah like did you ask him or did he just proactively be like by the way no yeah you you know he he was like you're gonna fire outside but like there's a weed whacker down there and you have to ring he was like you have to ring this no, it wasn't ring a bell. You'd like hook up a hose. I like ring a bell better. So he basically was like, I'll just lie. <laughs> he was like, you have to ring a bell. That lets me know you're having a fire. Um, and also, you need to trim back this brush 10, you know, 10 yards and, and call the fire department. And like, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an American child. Like, I have already had all weed whacking. Like, trauma was, was put on me at the age of 13. True. I was paid, I was paid garbage for hard labor in the Vermont hot sun. So, I had the same thing. Yeah. I had the same thing. Hey, this intro got out of hand. It did. Well, I mean, we're improv guys. We're improv guys. So, and it, it's this country good runs improv. on improv. Yeah, we're, it's it's good. It's good shit. And you know, speaking of us, this episode is brought to you by us, the Danger Boys. You know us. You know us very well. If you're listening, we may have a few new listeners. Who knows? You know, we're branching out. We we decided to expand this podcast, and so I moved away. Um, and Nick stayed where he was, but we're just trying to reach new. We're trying to divert our stream into some eddies. Um, and we promised you, uh, eight weeks of no podcasts. And then we 180 on that. We promised you a podcast a week and then we skipped two weeks. So (laughs) (laughs) we're unpredictable. We're dangerous. Like, what do you expect from us? The thing is, the one thing you can't expect from us though, is we're going to make promises. We're going to make promises. And you know, like some of them, we make promises. We do. Welcome back. Sometimes we're going to walk those back. Sometimes, sometimes you hit one deep and you, you take a step towards first base. And then it goes foul, and you have to walk back. You have physically have exactly. to walk back to home plate. You physically have to Doesn't walk back. Doesn't mean it wasn't a good piece of hitting, though. Does not mean you didn't make good contact. No, exactly. You, you engage your hips. You follow through. Eyes on the ball the whole time. I've been watching a lot of softball recently, so it's, it's just very fresh. This terminology is very fresh in my mind. Yeah, no, I love it. It sounds like you're deep in the analytics hole. I am. I am. And softball's a new sport. Keegan, it is. What, what's going on? Yeah, so, you know, for my in the in my brain, in our brain of the week this week, we'll start with our Steamboat Springs updates. Yeah. Um, a couple big things have happened in the past couple weeks. One was very recent. My my landlord put me on internet timeout, um, which which is, I've never felt so small. It's kind of fucked yeah. up if you think about it. Like, 
Well, especially now that you know that he's controlling your use of outdoor fires yeah, and internet. It's this true. Guy seems like a, like a monster. Right. Well, the fire it was all, the second part of that was like I also don't want to be responsible for, um, for a fire. Like I. Oh, absolutely. Not. That's uh, that would be me. Like I would for sure be the guy who fucked up. And it takes me a couple times to learn something. That's what I've learned about myself. Like you, the first couple times I'm really gonna fuck up. Then I'll get it. But you've got two big errors in me before I get it right. And I just can't. It's fire season. You can't risk that out here. So, you're welcome, Steamboat, and the rest of the state of Colorado, the great state of Colorado. Um, The internet, however, it's 2018. Like you can't, you can't live without internet. And this was just felt very big brothery. Like two days ago, landlord walks in, asks us if we've, you know, are running like a Bitcoin, like, company out of this like windowless middle loft. And when we said no, he like left. And then last night, tried to get on the internet. And uh, my my device had been put in bedtime mode for good. They put it to sleep. They put it in a chokehold. Um, That's ridiculous that he just shut you off. He, yeah, he shut me up. Well, first I that was my theory, and then today, um, I saw him, and he he had the gall, the the unmitigated gall, the audacity to ask yeah. me how my internet was working, and I was like, not well. Knowing that it was off, and like was I he said, goading you? I, th- I don't know. I was very... I mean, I had my... He's like a 75-year-old man. I had my fist balled up. I was like, this, you can't goat me. You can't do that. You know, this is these are fighting words. And he was like, oh, that's so weird. There should be a modem soon. There should be a new modem coming soon because our internet works great. So then I walked downstairs and I was like, all right, this was strange because it doesn't seem like a guy who would put me on internet timeout. But at the no. same time, like, I'm ready for this internet to kick in July 1st. Like, that would be a classic. A classic landlord move. Like, that's out of the New York City handbook. Is like, oh yeah, tell someone the new modem's coming when really you just shut it off for the rest of the month and then have that modem like conveniently arrive July 1st and be like, yep. oh, actually, you don't need this. It's working again. Um, but then he fessed up later. He came by like a few hours later and basically was like, oh yeah, my son saw the devices that were using the internet and just shut all of them off remotely. I just so, didn't know you could even do that. Like, I didn't know that, that either. And like, again, I said it to you earlier. This is, this is, this is a purple state. Like hands off my internet, government. Yeah, exactly. Like, this isn't New York where just you let the man do anything he wants to you. No, it's not. It's not. This is it's like... It's not a bunch of libs. Right. No, and this is like... It's one thing if you got, like, a bunch of uh, freeloaders, you know? Yeah, exactly. bunch A bunch of cattle, a bunch of cattlemen who come in and, and, and take over your range. Right. This isn't Coast Cafe but like Slope. No, this is... But I'm, t- I'm paying... I'm paying the... Or someone's paying the rent for me, you know? I'm being yeah. put, the rent's being paid. There's money going to this guy's pocket, so like I, I belong on this on this land. Um, you do, and you and you deserve to reap the benefits. One of which is internet and potential for MMORPGs and online video games to your friends. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Let's go. We got one more steamboat update, but let's go to our New York City update just to keep people the New York crowd engaged. All I can say is the one thing that's going around a lot. And it's not just New York, but it's what I'm thinking about New York is this obsession with big dick energy. Have you heard about it? Big Dick Energy, uh, not enough. Big Dick Energy is all about, you know, it's been coming around about Pete Davidson and how he's getting married to Ariana Grande and how he's not really that good looking of a dude, but he's got Big Dick Energy, which is, I guess, the feeling and the confidence that one gets when they have a big dick. Interesting. And, peop- and people are talking about this phrase like it's new. No, that like, phrase has been around as long as, like, small dicks have been around. Yeah, like, we've always known, like, a, a, it's the same as being, like, oh, a big swinging dick. Right, like, you walk into the room like you got a big swinging dick. Yeah, it doesn't mean you have a big dick. I'm just like mad that this is like getting 
press, you know? Totally. No, you should be. I don't think... Yeah, like, this has been something that everyone's been well aware of. Everyone's got a buddy or a friend or a guy that they hate who's like, you're like, man, I don't know. He just, like, carries himself in a way where it seems like maybe he's got big dick energy. And yeah, that's ridiculous. This is this is very... It's not... It's just not new. It's not new. It's not. Really. You can't treat that like it's new. And that's, like... It's such a sacred thing. It's been around forever. Yeah, exactly. It's been around forever. Big dick. We talked about this. Like, this is why you can't have surgically implanted dicks. Because you lose the... What makes big dick energy liquid gold. Yep. Which is that some people don't have big dicks, but they just have to act like it. Yeah. Huge. It's what makes us all I, equal. Exactly. And you gotta love a good story where you see a dumpy dude with a big dick. And that's why I'm, like, glad Pete Davidson, awesome. Like, get yours, yeah, man. I'm, totally. I'm proud of you. You're, you've got big dick energy. Whatever. But, like, that phrase doesn't deserve to be memefied. And I'm cons- I consider myself the meme police these days. You know? I mean, someone's got to do it. Now that I moved away, you know, you're living there on your own. Yeah, I'm sure you got yeah. a bunch of bunch of lame memes floating around that apartment. you gotta, you got to stay on your game. I'm sick of it, so. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, and, and, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, big dick energy gives everyone else energy. Like, it's contagious. It's contagious. It's 100%. like the, the sequel, you know, Deadpool 2, the guys listening to the, the motivational talk in the, in the cab. And it's like, yeah. the thing about confidence is, like, it's never too late. Never too late to, yep. to get it. It's never too late to, to start acting like you got a big dick. Exactly. And sometimes you don't. You feel like you got one, sometimes you don't. But, like, you know. True. And you I go can, back and I forth. can see on you, Keegs, when you feel like you've got one, and I bet you can see on me when I feel like I've got oh, one. Absolutely. You know? I mean, it's contagious. It's I mean, when, contagious. when you feel like you've got a big dick, my also, metaphorical you're, you're, my metaphorical human pigeon grows as well. Our human pigeons are multiplying. Yes, they're synced it's, up. It's no... It, it, it's long before the phrase. <laughs> exactly. Was yes. Yeah. Exactly. So I I appreciate you staying on on you know on, on meme watch on this one. It's ridiculous. Thanks. It's ridiculous. I, I, that's good of you. Just thank you for telling me. Of course. For for, for acknowledging me. Of course. Um, we'll head back to Steamboat. Um, yeah, please tell me more. Quick update. Now, I mean this this is a story we we were gonna tell before we we skipped before we decided to pull a wildcard move and, and just keep you guys guessing. I went to Aspen a few weeks ago, and I had what was one of the worst nights of my life. Um, because Aspen is a nice town. Um, it's actually, it's I've like a, it's a very cool place. Yeah. It's very fun. Um, but we, we, you know, I was exhausted. I have this kind of bum shoulder right now. And it, it was our team. It was this rugby team. And there were, you know, there's, God, I mean, there were probably 15 to, to 20 of us staying kind of in this this nice condo that we'd rented um, right. it, I mean it was really nice um, there were like three or four bedrooms there was, there was awesome pools it was great and the first 80% of the night was was fantastic um, but it was clear that a lot of guys were going to have to sleep like on couches or it's, it wasn't really planned at all so end of the night I'm trying to get home it's fucking raining we're trying to get we're taking this like fucking public bus back to the condo from Aspen it's like a 40 minute bus ride and I'm feeling very bad. Um, the shoulder's not feeling so good. I'm feeling a little Uh-oh. bit like I've over-imbibed. And there just out of nowhere appears this very, very... It was unclear how old she was. Um, like, I think she was in her 50s. But she looked like it had been like a tough 50 years. You know, like... Yeah. It, it had not been... They had not been gentle years. And I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not even saying that to make fun of her. I'm just trying to set the scene of like, 
it was very this was not like an old woman who just like snuck in with us this was like we all were very aware the second she walked in everyone was singing and she would like had headphones in and sometimes would take them out to sing along but then would put her headphones back in and it was very bizarre and basically as we're mounting this bus she walks up to one of my teammates and is like where are you guys going he's like we're going back to our condo to keep partying do you want to come with us and she uh, was like yes we're walking back to the condo 40 minutes later and like she's still there and guys are asking her like what are you doing here she's like oh I'm here to continue to party with you guys and the rest of us I think one by one people are like cool like I'm going to sleep you're on your own and she's like okay that's fine we get into this condo and it's like I don't know if you're familiar with the with the tale of Beowulf, the ancient Norse warrior, <laughs> old English somewhat. warrior, somewhat. Well, everyone... not as as well versed as you are. So please, I've been reading us. it over and over again. Well, it's just like everyone sleeps in the main hall. You know, it's like yeah, everyone feasts. They party. They all sleep in the main hall. We walked into this condo, and it was clear that like that's where we were at. Everyone, right. I mean, the main hall was just like dudes snoring, dudes farting, just like a man everywhere you could look. And like here, this old lady like waltzes in. And she also had a cast. She had a cast on one arm with like a fully functioning hand. Very bizarre. Um, and basically, I somehow got my sleeping position for the night was like on the floor, on like a concrete floor with like one of those very not comfortable carpets, like rugs on it. Um, not terrible. like your grandma's. Oh no, it was terrible. I was like perched against the wall because I couldn't lie down because of my shoulder. I didn't know that there was like an open bed open as well. There were like two wide open beds. I just That's saw the, the I just saw the closed doors and was like, oh, those are taken. So it just yeah. continues the theme of this, you know, the broader theme of this blog podcast, which is I am the architect of my own destruction. But yep. I'm leaning up against, like I'm sleeping in a sitting position or trying to sleep. And every, I mean, I'm in a lot of pain. And every second, I'm so close to falling asleep. This old woman says something that just like jars me awake. Um... And like so she come, was yeah. everyone going to sleep? Yeah, or everyone was asleep. She... It was like her and his one other dude, and I think even he at some point was trying to go to sleep. But she just was continually like, there was one very thin wall separated. They were sitting in the kitchen. I was in the hallway. And there was one very thin wall separating us, and then a lot of open space. Like it was a very lofty setup. I'm sitting there, and like sleep is finding my eyes. They're getting heavy, and as I'm going to sleep, I hear her just say something along the lines of, "She's like describing." these injuries that happen to people when they fall off of ski lifts and <laughs> like as I'm about to fall asleep she describes or she's like yeah this guy fell off this ski lift and hit the ground and you could just hear all of the fluids leaving his body like <laughs> and I was like well I'm never gonna fucking sleep and I just sat there awake for the entire fucking night listening to this and she stayed she stayed through like the next day I mean it was just ins- it was madness it was mad it was the worst night of my life that By is, a long she shot. Sounds, she sounds like a witch. So she did she sleep with one of the guys? She just, I mean, she slept like in the, she slept in the room. That is truly terrible. Um, cool. So we are, you, you know, we've covered us. We've got some yeah. new stories to get into. We'll, yeah, try to, we'll try to make a, we'll try to get through these relatively quickly. We've got like six or seven for you. Let's um, burn through them. Let's burn through them. Let's see. So first one is actually from a couple weeks ago. We had, people are going to know this one. People are going to know this one. Hitting again. Right. It's worth hitting again. And here's the thing, guys. It's like, we really started calling shit. Yep. Really, we really started calling shit kind of towards the end of May. I mean, a lot of things that this podcast that's predicted started coming to fruition 
we may not be Hold getting up your eyes, we, people. We, your eyes. Be, we weren't getting credit for it. So now what we're doing is we're letting the stories develop, and then we're gonna hit them. So we know we know that you know. We know that you know. We know that you, you, know, know. you know. If you know, you know. This guy basically. This is the FBI agent who basically was dancing in a bar in Denver and ended up shooting a guy. Um, and this is amazing for a couple reasons. One, yeah. my it it did so much to reinforce my theory that. And again, it sounds like I'm making fun of it. I'm not. This is purely an observation that I'm a part of as, as a as a white person. Yeah. Colorado is a safe space for white people dancing. Like. There is absolutely no pressure of, like, oh, man, if I dance in this club, I'm going to look like an idiot. If I dance at this bar, I'm going to look like... I've seen people dance in every space possible. I've seen every move busted. I'm guilty of it as well. But this is just, like, a safe space of, like, there's always someone at the bar who's looking more ridiculous than you are. Um, Not to say that that's a good thing. You know, not to say that, like... But basically, like a lot of those moves would not fly. You would not see those people. No, I mean you like get, get in, booed. in New York. City. You would get booed out of the bar. You get booed yeah. out of the bar. I think like you, if you looked at the most ridiculous dancer in a New York City bar, and you just cloned him, you best you like had him Colorado. teach. Yeah, best dancer in Colorado. Um, and so that's one piece of this, where it's like, of course, it would happen in Colorado. The yep. next part of this is this enforces my. I guess it's going to be fucking a little bit of a longer one. Is this enforces my theory of like of the of the dancing Aristia, um, <laughs> the Aristia for you. I'm going to try to describe this quickly. Aristia, for those of you who don't know, is an ancient Greek term that basically describes when it, when a Greek warrior um, was in battle and would have basically would inherit the powers of the gods. A certain god would take favor on him and grant um, grant this warrior his or her power so you know one warrior in the Iliad the, the goddess Athena would say you know you've prayed to me enough I give you my strength and this guy would go on an absolute tear he'd like achieve peak glory on the battlefield he, you know he'd kill so many it's what we call him ball being in the zone you were yes exactly you would enter the zone now we've all had like we've all a few of us have all had Aristias um, yeah we've all had our stories the thing about Aristanas is basically that you can't like they never end very well for the person in question. Um, usually in the Greek mythologies, um, the Greek myths, the warrior would die after this because he'd be so in the zone that he'd like cut his way into uh, the middle of the enemy forces, and then the powers would leave, and he'd suddenly be surrounded by everyone. Classic, classic Greek tragedy there. Classic, but like you die with glory. Very similar with the with the dancing Aristia, where like I had one probably eight months ago where, you know, I, I would never be able to recreate the dance that just, like, was divinely appointed to me. Yeah. But in the action, I flung my eyeglasses across the bar and just, like, forgot about them. Watched, <laughs> watched a girl pick them up and walk out with them, and, like, $300 later was still losing money. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, I remember it. This video of this FBI agent dancing and then shooting a guy is is also the epitome of the dancing Aristia because he has cleared out this entire bar. I mean, the video, for those of you who haven't seen it, is 100% worth watching, and I would pull it up now and watch it with us because it, you know, it's, we're basically doing a second-by-second second analysis. He's cleared a big circle. He's at the center of a dance circle. Step one of the of the, the white guys dancing Aristia is you're the center of attention. And he's actually killing it. Like, he's busting some moves. He's clearly building his confidence, and everyone's yeah. staring at him like he's the man right now. So at this point, we are like ascending in the Aristia, which is actually the best part of the Aristia. 
then he goes for peak Aristia, which is he tries to pull off a backflip, which is a like it is a move that is only the, it's, it's advanced. It's the most dangerous dance floor move of all time because the it's gotta be. there are um it's like Infinity War. Like there you can run that scenario a million times and one time it will work out the right way. Yeah. But it's like you land on someone and break everything. Or like you slip on some beer and you break everything. Or you don't land it and you break everything. Or you land it but your your gun, your service weapon, falls out of your pocket and onto the floor. And, and. And it shoots someone. And the best part, my favorite part of this video... I was going to cut you off and say, the best part. So we obviously... I mean, it's like it's objectively the best part of the video. It is unbelievable. It is... You need to watch the video only for the last fucking five seconds, which is... It would be one thing if the gun went off when it hit the ground. You're like, oh, guns are dangerous. That shouldn't have happened. But, like, also physics. Yeah. But, but. It, it doesn't. It doesn't go up and hits the ground. It goes off when he picks it up. He picks it up and shoots someone. And like, then he walks away. And he puts his hands up in the air. He's like, oh, That's that wasn't me. That's my favorite part. He's like, no, oh, me. That wasn't <laughs> yeah. me. Like, he literally, it's the hands you do when, like, someone spills shit and you're like, oh, yeah, that wasn't me. I had nothing to do with that. He immediately, <laughs> throw, he immediately throws up the, like, yo, I don't know what you guys saw, but it was definitely not yeah, anywhere definitely, near over here. Yeah. It's like, bro, you just shot a bystander in the leg. Yeah, and then tried to play it off like nobody oh, was watching so you funny. do a, a backflip and a dance circle. It was on so, so fun. I'm glad you saw that as well. Yeah, the hands up of just like, ooh, I don't know what you guys saw, but yeah, that uh, not my fault. The funniest part. Can't believe the guy the was standing in front of the bar where I was going to shoot yeah. a bullet. Like Man. That was ob- yeah, yeah, and that, I mean, that goes to show you in Colorado... White people are dancing yeah, too much. When they you, need they need other races to come. You need other races to, to come into Colorado and like even this dance because when you get very comfortable white people dancing and you combine that with like an Aristia, like the sorts yeah. of this, people are getting shot. Very very dangerous. Like yeah. when I entered my Aristia, it was opposite a Broadway dancer. So I right. was no, you, I mean I was performing up to a certain level and then I was also, also humbled. Yes, you know exactly. Like I was. You went out with grace that night, you know? Like, I did. Somewhat. Yeah, I lost a lot of money, but it wasn't like I was Icarus who flew too close to the sun and, and then shot shot someone. Exactly. So. That's exactly what this guy did. He flew too close to the he sun. He flew way too... Yeah, the backflip with the gun in the back. He just... I wouldn't try it. I wouldn't try it. So, yep. we're moving on to another story from a couple weeks ago, which maybe you heard about, maybe you didn't. Basically, um, it's a classic, here's a blog, are you happy now? Here's a podcast, are you happy now story. We had a couple that proposed, I mean, within three feet of, like, 18 alligators in Florida. Um, And at first I read that, and I was like, that's dumb. And then I read it again, and I was like, honestly, if anyone has earned the right to to do something stupid in front of alligators, it's it's Floridians. Like, they've genetically bred, there's, like, that's generations of, of breeding of just, like, wanton confidence that somehow has not backfired on them. Um, Amazingly. They're one with the alligator in some respects. It, right. And just with predators in general. It's just like the stuff you had in Florida. Like any other state. I'd argue any other state. Like everyone dies. Every if oh. You have the same attitude. Yeah. Um, alas, these people that did this proposal were actually just Belgian tourists. Which which led me to, to say. Yeah. Basically like PSA. You can't just waltz into Florida and act no. like you're from there. It's cultural appropriation. It is, and it's it's and it's 
maybe the most dangerous cultural appropriation. It's certainly one that you could lose your life for more often than, like, you know, if you... I'm trying to think of a good one. God. That's yeah, not going to make <laughs> you look not. terrible. That's not going to make me look terrible, but, like, sure. Like, if you held, like, a... Your, braiding yeah. your hair at Sandals, Jamaica, like, is a very bad look. Yeah. But you're going to get away with it with an Instagram picture and maybe a slap on the wrist from a, a more woke friend. Yes. But trying to go into Florida and play their game... It is is as dangerous as it gets. No, you no, can't do it. You can't do it. And like, there's an there, act of animal vengeance. There's an act of lizard vengeance. Watch in Florida. We've gone over this. Yeah. I don't know how many a thousand times. We've gone over this a thousand times. We've talked about this a thousand times. And still, we have Belgians, and they like going to Florida. And I'm not saying that Belgians don't have their own, you know, like generations of, of like of breeding that have led to like an affinity for delicious chocolate or like a pretty good soccer team yeah but a chip on their shoulder about inventing french fries exactly but it's just not gonna it doesn't get you the alligator thing so nope these people survived i'm not sure how on that note i will say it's a pretty badass proposal oh yeah i mean i mean there's a like, photo of it there's there's an alligator looking at this guy's back it's like i'm gonna fucking murder this guy um, in and terms it, of fear of death do anything for love it's scary for sure right like, it. there's kind of something that turns you on about a proposal that so easily could have been like a really sad story you know oh yeah Se- sex and danger go hand in hand oh hand in hand which actually yeah. brings us to our favorite blog fodder in the world Prince Harry yeah um, no danger some no sex. danger the safest the safest man in Buckingham um, yeah I just this is just an official thanks to Prince Harry because you've not only ruined English royalty for us but now you've also ruined Japanese royalty for us as well. Um, basically, we have a princess in Japan who is engaged to the equivalent of like a UPS delivery man. Um, she already postponed her wedding once because she just didn't think she was mature enough to get married. Love it. And that's the thing is it's difficult. Like we sound like assholes. In any other scenario, it's like, wow, you've got a good head on your shoulders. You didn't get married because you weren't mature enough. But like when you're, if you're in your Japanese princess, you're any princess, you're about to marry the UPS man. Like that's gotta be an immature marriage. It's gotta be. That's what makes mm-hmm. that's what makes royal weddings so fun. Is you, you're only seeing it for the, you're not seeing it for the long term, for the love. You're seeing it for like the the passion and the and the, the wealth or or whatever. But you know that's strike one, and strike two is she's she's evicting herself from the royal family. Yeah, and like I saw, she gets like a million bucks. Like she gets a severance package. It looks like, right? Like, she's like, oh, I quit the royal family. Yeah, she, like, she quits okay. corporate. They're like, all right. Yeah. Well, here's your severance package. You did a pretty good job for the first 22 years. Like, we're sorry to see you go. Yeah, um, it's insane. Yeah, I just also love that her cousin is the other one who's left the royal family. Like, obviously, this royal family's got some problems. Yeah. And also going for a schlubby position, like a paralegal. Yeah. Like, we respect the hell out of paralegals. But, 100%. like, but, and if you're marrying up, like, royalty, you've got, like, Trey, 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 Mon. Big dick energy. I was a, you really took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, no, these I know. guys. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put them down because the right. big dick energy must be. It must be enormous dick energy. It must be. And this is not to say. I mean, we're blaming Prince Harry because clearly, English royalty. I think like I could, if someone knows of a really fun royal family, I would encourage you to reach out to me or Nick. And let us know about it. Because in terms of my perspective, the English royalty was always the most fun. And most of that was because of Prince Harry, like the bad boy, like Princess Dot. Like you do all this shit. Yeah. It's when you slack off, you lower the bar, like you play down to other royal families, and then all the royal families slack like there's no pressure to perform anymore. 
There's no big dick energy. There's no big dick energy anywhere in terms of royal yeah. families anymore. And that's to say sli- that... they're sleeping. That's to say that they're sleeping and also it just is like, clearly the Japanese royal family needs some work. If you got two people who are marrying out for like pretty boring, no offense to yeah. paralegals or, or delivery men, but like, let's be honest, those aren't the most glorious positions. They're much needed. We respect the hell out of you. But if you're a princess and you're running out of the family, like marrying out of the royal family for that, like your royal family needs some serious work. Like it sucks. Fucking blows. Agreed. Fucking blows. Uh, moving on. Uh, this one has been taking the world by storm this week. We had Spain now has had two medieval art restorations that have just become super fucked up. Um, the first one was Ecce Homo, which was this painting of Jesus that that was like clearly becoming like the all the paint was was flicking off, and they recreated it and like people named the painting Monkey Jesus. Like it's the most absurd recreation. It looks- so bad. It looks so bad. I'm sure if you you've seen this image before, like I saw this image and then was like, oh yeah, I do remember that. Um, the most recent one that happened, I think this past week, is there's a, uh, I think in Estrella, I think in northwest Spain, I could be wrong. There's a, a, a sculpture of Saint George as he's riding in to fight this dragon that was very, it was yeah. rusted and and was not looking its best, and they had an artist come in to restore it, and like this thing looks like. I mean, looked like an eight times concussed Tintin. Um, They're so funny. Like, the worst. I mean, looks like something you'd buy in a gift shop for, like, your yeah. child. Um, it I looks, just, like, I... like pixelated almost. Like, if you were to paint... You know how you paint faces on really small figurines? Yeah. If you did that and then blew it up into, like, a normal size, like, what the statue is, it would look super yeah. fucked up. It's all fucked up. I love I love that it looks like I don't know to me like the recreate like the restoration looks the first one on the wall yeah looks so much like it's a coloring book mm-hmm yeah you're and just outside the lines it's just outside the lines it's ridiculous and I do like your take on it that like maybe that is the way it looked oh yeah I mean that's what people are forgetting it's like medieval art was bad it's just not good they it was like people trash. Like, I'll even go so far to say, like, medieval art was garbage. It was, like, people learning how to draw again. It was literally, like, people died at the age of 17, and if you, like, made it past that... You were the best artist. You were, like, the best artist. Like, people were... Like, my drawing at 17 was not good. It's still not very good, but, like, it has developed. It just, like, people were squares. Like, your faces were square. Everything was square. It was bad. At least the Egyptians owned it. Like, the Egyptians owned it. It was, like, all these stick figures are pretty fucking good. Right, this is our style. <laughs> like, like, yeah, medieval art was like you had the the person who thought they were a stud in drawing class and just like was not. Right, I like the idea that you become the best artist in the in the medieval times just because you lived the longest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If like if you beat the fucking plague and f- the famine, and like the right. the marauding bands of like other sick people, you could be the best artist. And I think that's what people aren't realizing is like maybe this this guy who restored it just like did an amazing job. Like this is what yeah. it looked like. Like, this Tintin motherfucker is what it looked like, you know, before centuries of, like, fading and rust kicked in. And I don't really feel the same way about Eke Homo, because you can see how Eke Homo looked originally. It looked beautiful. But yeah. people are grouping them. Like, there's there's 300 years that took place between them. Maybe 400. You know, like, the Eke Homo is, like, 120, 100 and th- like, 25 years old. Like, this was, like, late 1800s. Right. You could have figured it out. Or like that that art was good at that point. 
Like, when we're talking Prince George, that's like 15th century. Like, art was bad. Art was bad. So, you know, either live in ignorance, you know, or, you know, live in ignorance or, or learn to see the monster that, that you've become is basically the, the, like, stop recreating things. Like, leave them faded. They look better. Come on, Spain. Don't make us tell you again. Very, very poignant, Keegan. Very I, poignant. I, I, you know, a, a serious point for us, I've to, really, for us to consider. It's just the open air out here has really opened up. Open you know up all mind. about sometimes you have to let beauty fade. You can't recreate things. You can't. You can't. Like this, You just end up with a lazy-eyed St. George. Exactly. Remember the good times. Yeah, St. George has never looked more of a bitch than in like this new sculpture. Yeah, it sucks. He's fighting a dragon. It really sucks. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's like, oh, this guy's going to lose. <laughs> like This guy's yeah. going to get toasted by this dragon. Um, we don't do enough celebrating St. George. We don't. Well, yeah, and there's no reason to now. Yep. We're moving on. We're talking about this. We're, we're very quickly going to touch on this dumb dumb, dumb, dumb article by Bleacher Report that I think came out today about LeBron. And let me just say this first. is like, this yeah. is supposed to be my LeBron vacation. There is it's, none. There's no secret that I don't like LeBron. There's no secret. But, like, I deserve at least two, like, a month. Give me, like, any time just not listening to something about LeBron. It's so fucking annoying. And... This whole thing of, like, I don't want an elaborate proposal. I understand that, like, on one hand, no. It just there's it just is, like, of course people are then going to jump into, like, what's... When you say something like that, you, you inspire the question, well, then what's an unelaborate proposal? Or, like, what does that mean? It just draws right. more attention to it. It's fucking bullshit. Like the, the Pacers just call them, and they're like, hey, dude, do you want to come play on our team? Yeah, it that's just their is, unelaborate proposal. It just pissed me off, and like this pissed me off because I don't like LeBron. Like I'll admit that. Like this shouldn't have pissed me off, and it did just because I didn't really like. Him. I don't like him that much, and yeah. this I obviously read as like this is like again. There's just it's like the broken hand thing. Of like there was another way to say this, which wasn't you being like, hey, this is your challenge to come up with a really unelaborate proposal for me because my last time was super elaborate, um, yeah. and like it spurns dumbass articles like this and like I don't want to talk about LeBron at all like my opinion on him is like you shouldn't sign no one should sign LeBron is my opinion but like if you're going to sign him you either want to contend for a title right away and then suck for the next few years or like you shouldn't sign him because he's going to hamstring your fucking team and like he shouldn't go to the west that'd be the biggest mistake of his life and that's it that's my fucking opinion it's like I don't care where he goes he's stupid if he goes to the west that's it and dumbass people like this author at Bleacher Report write this article about like how you should what your dinner should be when you bring LeBron out like how you should yeah. impress his taste buds and it's to be fair it's not an interview with LeBron it's an interview with old teammates and old coaches and current teammates That's and current the part that coaches me. When, and also the author's opinion and so you can't really say like LeBron sucks because of this like you can't say that but like I can definitely say that I can definitely say that <laughs> Yeah, my, my issue is, like, look, I'm a LeBron supporter, and I'm not even bummed. Like, I was prepared for the whole free agent, like, circus. It's going to be crazy, and that's fine. I'm much more sick of, like, I don't want to see the NBA Instagram or SportsCenter's Instagram show, shove LeBron content at me all off season. Like, it's baseball season. Show me baseball highlights. And I don't care that LeBron went on this vacation with his family and, like, didn't jump off the cliff in the water. Like... Obviously, he didn't jump off the cliff into the water. He has a lot to lose money-wise. And this article is the perfect example of, like, it feels like a political news cycle. It's like, they're going to talk about how one of the candidates eats pizza. 
at least when they do that, they have a picture of a candidate eating pizza. This whole thing is just people being like, I don't know, LeBron might like white wine. He's particular about his wine. Yeah, so that's true. This, and it's no, like, and, get all stop. This that's is so fair. boring. That's very fair. But at the same time, like, do you tell me, like, did you read this and, like, tell me you didn't see, like, a shred of your, like, yeah, I'm getting the idea of who this guy is from these interviews. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's like a food snob now, but like I can't. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me is the fact that people think I care about that, which I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, my reaction to it was just like the dumbest thing. It was like, here is this unelaborate proposal, and then it's like it's going to be unelaborate, but at the same time, like you have to make him feel super important. You have that, to... that part pissed me off because I was like, that's just like one guy saying that. Like, I'm sure you do have to make him feel important. I'm sure yeah, he has a, a huge ce- celebrity issue. I'm sure all of those guys do, though. Like, you, you know, I don't know. I thought that, that one line was like a little unfair. Fair. But, but like, also, it, it like, doesn't necessarily mean serve him a dish that, like, that, that whole, that was ridiculous. I actually couldn't tell if that was a joke or not. Yeah. I thought the whole thing was like, I don't know. I don't think LeBron's going to go to your fucking place because you chose the right Right. Food. Tell that. Tell him how this crab like rose up from like, you know, from yeah. Ohio just yeah. like he did. It's bullshit. He sucks. He's the worst. He's literally the worst person in the fucking world. It's ridiculous. Oh my God. I disagree with that part. I just think the article is just so, it was just complete fluff for a news story that also like isn't a story yet. Like, it's not like he hadn't even gone to a bunch of these dinners. Yeah, like, I mean, it's definitely, it's stretching. But he fucking brings his shit on. He brings his shit on. I and mean, it's like, it's, there's a shred of truth in there. So here's my here's my theory. is like, the, the what I took away from this article, if we're taking it, if we're taking it 75% truth, is, okay. because I will say this, is we haven't done many segments this week. What would you put on this one? If you had to put a segment on this one, this article. I would have put, I don't give a shit of the week. Wow, you're making up a new one, huh? Going off script? I just made a, I just made up a new one. I, I'm, just, I'm trying to think of the other ones. It could be... Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what are, what are other options. Give me What would you go for? I would easily go conspiracy theory. Like, LeBron clearly like ghost wrote this you, article. He clearly goes... Oh it's a fucking God. instruction manual. It's a fucking instruction manual for yeah, what like to take him out. Yeah, to eat crab. <laughs> like, he yeah. can pay for his own crab. Literally. No, it's like, if you think about it, it is the perfect... <laughs> they go through every piece of the meal. It's like, you can have sweet potato fries for lunch or early dinner, but late dinner, you can't do that because LeBron's particular. And you can go out for a nice meal, but the dessert has to... You can have four or five desserts, but one of them has to be like fucking chuck chip cookies over vanilla ice cream. And, like, you should have some celebrities come there. Maybe the Dalai Lama. I don't know. Just throwing some random names out there. And also, like, maybe you could have this particular... If I was going to go to the Rockets, hypothetically... Sorry, if he was going to go to the Rockets, hypothetically, you'd want, like, this particular this chef... specific chef. This specific chef funny. to I'll... prepare this crab and tell him how, like, he used to catch crab on the bayou. Just like LeBron used to play basketball on the street. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me... me? That would make me like LeBron so much more. This is such a fucking conspiracy. Do. It is so if, fucking if LeBron, ridiculous. If LeBron was ghostwriting an article about the best meals for him to get for free, like just leaning into the just, train wreck, like, I'm cheap thing, ugh. I would I would like him even more. Just order on the menu, bro. That's my message to you, LeBron. That's the fun about restaurants. That's like I would if you like just want, him it's even just ridiculous. more. If you have someone else take you out for dinner, <laughs> demanding certain food to be served is the most ridiculous thing in the world. I know we're so far in hypothetical land at some point, but the idea of that makes me stick to my stomach. Of like someone else you're, is taking you you're out for dinner. You're spitting yourself. 
You're spinning yourself into a tizzy over something that does not exist. I see. That's the thing. Is it does? It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect <laughs> sense. It does. It is a step by step guide to how to take LeBron James out to dinner. It and in the fucking line of like, and dinners with LeBron are so fun, which is why no one ever exposes their identity because they'd get uninvited. It's like, dinner with me is fun. Don't tell me when I'm, you're taking me out to dinner or you can't come. It is ridiculous. It is, everything in that is a step-by-step guide of like, here's how to suck my dick. Here's how I like you to suck my dick. I want you to do it this way. I want you to cut my balls. <laughs> I want you to fly in my entourage so they can watch. Like, it is a step-by-step guide to how to please LeBron orally. And my prediction based off this is based off of the wine choices and, and all this other shit and the picky food. It's in the whole thing of like, it, if it's on the menu, it shouldn't be from the U S should be exotic. My prediction is LeBron James. This is the, here's a podcast where you happen out. You don't get a say in this. This is the official prediction is that LeBron James is going to play in Europe for two years. He's going to go play in, like, some garbage league in Europe. He's going to beat up on some scrubs. He's going to have, like, a personal chef, like, on the... He's going to be sitting by the Mediterranean with a personal chef, like, preparing his 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 oysters that, that, that like, really fought. They really clawed, and they almost made it out of the fisherman's net, but they didn't quite, you know, all while also being regaled orally by, by like, the whole odyssey. And, and, like, that will be LeBron for two years, and maybe he'll come back to the league, and, you know, whatever. It'll be, like, his Jordan equivalent of, like, playing baseball. It's like I'll play European League basketball um, because none of you followed my fucking Bleacher Report ghost-written instructions about how to take me out for dinner. God. I, like... I stand by that if he had written the ghost-written instructions for how to take him out to dinner, I would like him more. That would be so fucking funny. It's unbelievable. I can't believe that you and I cannot believe that you and I are friends. It's it would like, be so funny if me, he was, if this was his conspiracy for people to take him out to dinner the way he wants. That to me is so fucking good. Yeah. If I ever was a celebrity, that is the shadow work I'd be doing. Of like, oh man, you know. At least James Kanye. Trump. I mean, at least Kanye would just write it and own it. No, I think this is even funnier. Oh, my God. It's like, yeah, <laughs> no excuses. I'm not making any excuses at all. You know, we got beat fair and square. Uh, I just had a broken hand. That's it. That's no excuses, but I had a broken hand. I don't want you to go out of your way to to, to make this I seem can't. out of control at all. Uh, but just make sure that the food is, like, endangered and... Like has I fucking wait. gold dust split like I sprinkled can't wait all over LeBron it. For LeBron to save like a preschool from from a burning, you know, like from a burning building, like go in there and carry them out, and you to claim that he planted, he started, he the fucking fire. started the fire. I mean, the most trans, you you we didn't even you said save burning, and I was like, yeah, LeBron started that fucking fire. Like yeah, exactly. And it's a true, it's, it's true with everything happen. in his career. Every fire that he's saved someone from is he's also started like. Oh, like wow! Cleveland trying to crawl out of like this this you know one zero hole if they almost beat Golden State and Jr. didn't know the time. Who put Jr. on the team? Like oh man, there's no one on this team to help LeBron. Well, it's like well LeBron assembled the team and LeBron signs one year contract or after one year contract and will commit. And so how can a team build around him? I mean, it's, it started every fire every fire in the NBA as far as I'm concerned. That's true. I do think he needs to sign a longer contract. Yeah, we can agree he on signs that. Another, he can't sign another one year contract. Yeah, for months. sure. Like are you? Also, just like or anywhere, yeah. yeah. I mean, any it's team a, that signs him to a one-year contract is fucking stupid. It's dumb. yeah. I mean, you just have to you just have to know. Just like unless the, you're a team like 
I don't know. It depends how much you clear out. Like, if you're a team like Philly, who, like, maybe doesn't have, like, isn't going to clear house for him and, like, maybe make a run at it for one year, I get it. And, like, you won't lose Embiid or Fultz or um, Simmons. But other than that, it's like, God, I would not. If I were the Lakers, I would not dish all of those guys for yeah. one year. And going to the West, I mean, again, I think going to the West is, it would be the dumbest thing in the world. I also think going Exposed. to the West would be dumb. Unless, unless you get... George and Kawhi on one team with them. In which case, like, I think that's a solid squad. Maybe. I'm, I'm yet to be convinced he can play with anyone who's good with basketball and, like, wants the ball. Um, I guess we have to move on now. Um, yeah, we should probably... We're, I gotta go to bed, too. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll jump... We'll very quickly touch on, on an audience topic that was brought up to us. Not directly. We had to, we had to sniff this one out. Um, yeah. But a, a few... Uh, a listener, a, a very strong supporter, our, our friend Brett Keating on the content train in, in L.A., Works for the infatuation. If if you are looking for food blogs to follow or just looking to feel hungry all the time, I would follow uh, Brett Keating on Instagram and follow the infatuation. He's doing great work out there. We love you, Brett. He is. Thanks he really for listening. Is. And and not sure if he's a listener, but Richie Starzek is now um, irrecoverably tied to our future because we're mentioning his name. Um, yep. Basically, brought up how many times should you shampoo your hair in a week? I think they. I mean, Brett was saying he's a shampoo beta. I don't really know what that means. Like, does that mean that you, like shampoo controls you and that you do it a lot? Or does it mean like you don't understand it and so you don't use it? Like, I yeah, understand I both. I don't understand shampoo. But the answer to this is clearly one or two times a week at the most. Agreed. At the most. That's that. Brett Keating does have really good hair. He does. Well, that's what I'm saying is he's got great flow. He's got great flow. Yeah. If, you let, if you just let the flow, like you shampoo that, Brett, listen to me. Listen to us. We're talking to everyone else. Fucking shut up for a minute, Brett. You've got gray hair, so shampoo that bad boy one or two times a week. Spread him out. Use a little conditioner. Maybe buy some yeah. product. Let that you know that not all grease is bad grease. Not all be- grease is bad grease. Let that build up. Let that flow. Let that flow go a little bit because you got it. You can't hold that shit back with shampoo. You ki- you kill it. It's you know you don't want that. You got gray hair. That said, if you know something that we don't. You better fucking tell That's us. That's true. I'm not the best person to give. We talked about this before. I'm so clueless about what goes in it. Like, I buy, I basically buy shampoo based on the color of the bottle at this point. Um, and like, yeah, I was getting, I get shit from my girlfriend because I bought Pantene. I thought you have Pantene a girlfriend, was wow, good. Another humble brag. Girlfriend over here. <laughs> yeah, humble brag. I get a girlfriend. But I thought Pantene was good. Yeah, I mean, I think it's all, I think if it's cheap, it's bad. It's kind of the way it goes. Which says a lot about shampoo. You know? Yeah. Like, do you need it? I just, the only time I've really gone entirely off shampoo, I remember it was like Thanksgiving two or three years ago, I was really growing my hair out, and everyone was like, your hair's greasy. And I was like, it's not. I was looking in the mirror. I was like, my hair is not greasy. And I looked back at photos from that Thanksgiving trip, and like it looks like I was doing my hair with Crisco. I mean, it's disgusting. Like, those photos <laughs> will never leave whatever album they're in. Like, I just, I, I looked in the mirror and saw something that wasn't real. Like, it looked fine. So... Maybe I can't give you advice on your shampoo, but that's no shampoo. You can shampoo one or two times a week. That's what I do. My hair looks great. Yeah, I mean, mine's been fine. It doesn't do so hot in the heat, but I'm doing my best out here. Yeah, I mean, you know, humidity doesn't help anyone. No. Well, hey, we covered a lot of ground. We covered a lot of ground on this podcast. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Great to be back. It's been a couple weeks awesome. since I talked to you. It's nice to hear your voice, as always. Yeah, man, you too. This is great. Thanks for having me. Of course. Me. And, you know, and by that, I mean thanks for you know, letting me tap into your encrypted phone line. Of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that I was taken off internet timeout. It's also I was taken off internet timeout right before this episode went live, um, which which is why we're live. 
Um, I have no idea. I mean, it was like a not an old kid. It's like a nineteen year old kid. It was like, yeah, I just un like I unlocked your computer for you. I was like, who the That's fuck hilarious. are you? Like, I think yeah, yeah I think someone is a mess. So I'll keep you guys posted. Uh, but Please Nick, do. thanks as always. This was here's a podcast. Are you happy now? Are you happy now? Not yet. Are you? Definitely not. Not even close. Keys. Talk to you next time. Talk to you next week. Bye bye.